Welcome to Ride With Us, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters across the globe. Please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your host, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson. Happy almost spring. It has been a rough winter, has it not? But we are inching closer and closer to coaster season. Meanwhile, for those of you who think there's nothing for our coaster enthusiasts to do in the cold months, never fear. That's right. This year, I think more parks than normal stayed open for year round, even if it's just for the weekends. Uh, Carowinds, I got the Carowinds in February. That's weird. I haven't right. been there. King's Dominion was opened. Of course, in California, you've got most of your parks uh, open year round, but other regional uh, parks have had limited hours. And it's actually, although it's been colder than usual, maybe, I think mm -hmm. a lot of the parks have done a great job of keeping their coasters open for extended hours so us diehard acers can get on them. So um, how, how about you? Have you been uh, to any of the parks uh, for this uh, this uh, spring season or soon to be spring season? Uh, you can't ask me that question because you know that I have. I live in Southern California, and although it's weird to be at Disneyland when it was uh, snowing. <laughs> you were at Disneyland when it was snowing uh, and hailing? Oh my gosh, yes. And we've oh. got these big puffer coats on and the whole thing. What a weird, what a weird winter it has been every year, but yeah, everywhere, but yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky to live just, in, in just Southern Just think Colorado. about it. In Disney, they probably have no plan for what they do with snow because you never get it. I mean, it was really, it was pretty short. It was like two minutes long, but like the videos are just priceless of everybody. All the cast members just being like, what? <laughs> like, what do we do? They just had no idea. It was wild. But in good news, we are getting close close we are just almost at spring and there's so many awesome springtime offerings in some of our favorite parks we're so excited to share them with all of you uh so john we have to start with six flags i mean yes. six flags was been quiet for a while and last year was i won't say want to say painful for coasters but uh, it hasn't been a lot of uh you know coaster action of six flags but i hear you did a guest voiceover for uh, the Ace Podcast. Yeah, I'm the sorry, Ace not YouTube. podcast. The Ace YouTube. That's <laughs> right. We are doing the podcast. We are doing the podcast, but over on uh, our Ace YouTube channel, uh, we had to scramble to get together last week a whole video, which is awesome. Go check it out about the Six Flags announcements that came out last week. So we won't go through all of them because not all, we're trying to keep everything to spring, spring focused to uh, help you learn about the things that are happening right now and in the next month or two. Uh, but check out that ACE YouTube video for a full rundown of everything Six Flags said. But let's talk about the Six Flags announcements that are pertinent to right now. Um, can we talk about Scream Break? Have you all heard about this? John, have you heard of this? Well, oh, my goodness. I, I can't believe. I mean, the haunt seasons have been picking up. I mean, they've been getting better and better and better. So how are they going to double down? Well, Six Flags says, let's combine them with Spring Break, of course. I think it's perfect because, you know, teens, <laughs> teens and I mean, adults too, but specifically teens love Fright Fest and love going to all the haunts. And for them to bring it to the springtime, I think is a total game changer, but it might not be a game changer in the best way. 
And so I want to talk about that a little bit first. Uh, so Six Flags Magic Mountain, we'll start there because that's where I think that Scream Break is going to be the biggest deal because it's running March 9th through April 16th up in uh, Santa Clarita, California. It's going to be an after hours haunt event Friday through Sunday only. Okay. And yeah, there's going to be uh, mazes and uh, not as many mazes. I think there's going to be two mazes and three scare zones, but they're saying that they're going to have a chilling spring break twist, whatever that means. And of course, you'll be able to get rides on some of your favorite coasters, Wonder Woman, Full Throttle, Goliath, Batman, Colossus, Twisted Colossus, Scream. Oh, and I think Goliath and Scream are actually celebrating anniversaries this year, if I have that correct. Yeah, here it is. It's uh, the 20th anniversary of Scream and the 23rd, If that is that a thing, anniversary of Goliath. I mean, it, it, I mean, they do celebrate every year's birthday, right? I so. guess they do, but it's happening during the springtime events. Um, so there's going to be DJs dancing. And then, of course, they're going to add some like the sangria blood bags and the syringe jello shots. I mean, this just makes so much sense. I love this for Six Flags. I think that this is a great addition to Magic Mountain. So that's all the, the positives. The negative that I'm anticipating or concerned about that I think other people will be concerned about too is that Fright Fest traditionally has always been included in your perk ticket. Fright Fest, if you're a pass holder, has always been included in your pass. This is a special ticketed event. You will not be able to just show up to Fright Fest. You will need, excuse me, to scream break. You will need a special ticket and they are $40. Which is a little different than coaster hours. When they used to last year do those coaster hour events, they were separate ticketed. Mm -hmm. But usually the pass holders, it was included in your pass. You just had to apply for the ticket. So that is a bit of a It's change. a little bit of a change. So is this them testing the water, seeing if people will buy it, and then potentially seeing if come Halloween time, they're going to switch it up? I don't know, it makes me a little nervous. Makes me, as well, a pass holder, it makes me a little nervous. Let me ask you, how much is a flash pass at Magic Mountain? They're they're like a, about a hundred bucks. Cause right. Because when I was at Magic Mountain, I was concerned about hitting all the all the coasters and getting as many rides as possible. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that these after hour events, when the coasters are open, I, I am just guessing that the lines are going to be very minimum oh i see i, I bet saying. you you're going to okay. get to ride a lot of coasters well, every coaster after people. hours mm -hmm. yeah I, I think this is going to be a you know depending on how you look at it a way you can get quite a few rides in on some of your favorite coasters at magic mountain i guess that's a positive way of looking at it i'm just worried about moving forward if they're thinking about charging for fright fest and what's that going to mean for Six Flags in general. Now, there is a special Scream Break Pass. This is very similar to, I think, what Universal does with Halloween Horror Nights. And again, interesting that they're rolling this out during this time. That's going to be a pass valid all 14 nights and includes your parking. So you can go to Scream Break all, all 14 nights. Um, Along with Screen Break at Magic Mountain, they're also doing a Tacos and Beer Fest, and they're going to do a special tasting pass for that. Again, this is perfect for Magic Mountain, and it's running from March 9th through April 16th. Um, they're just like adding that and adding more food, which I appreciate. And a St. Patrick's Day celebration from March 17th to 19th. They're doing all 
bangers and mash and lucky funnel cakes and green beer and all of that, which just makes sense. There are other parks also participating in Scream Break, and they are charging as well. I think so. Uh, over Texas, Fiesta Texas, they are both doing a similar event. And don't forget, Over Texas is finally opening that Aquaman power power splash, that water power wave, Aquaman power wave, Aquaman power wave. I have been to over Texas at least twice and seen this coaster and not been able to ride it. So I finally got the turntable in so they can get with the capacity, which is probably the, what people were most concerned about is capacity because that park is so big, Mm -hmm. Um, but still a 90 degree face down, getting ready to splash only in Texas because uh, don't they make everything big in Texas? Super size, maximum splash. splash Super down. size. <laughs> Aquaman Power Wave opening March 11th and Scream Break starting March 11th, uh, which will be After Hours and the two haunted houses, one scare zone and select rides will be open for an additional fee. But this might be a good way to get on Power Wave is to go to, to Scream Break. It's a coaster that is on my list to get to because yeah. I think it's unique. It's the first one, and I think, in the U.S. that's like that, right? Mm-hmm. First of its kind. 63 miles per hour, a launch-style water coaster going backwards and forwards. Yeah, that's exciting. Well, I'm a big fan of virtual of, of, of uh, some of these uh, impulse coasters where they do that launch. So I'm just, just pick, trying to picture that in my head combined with a <laughs> combined with a water coaster. I think it's going to be a, a unique ride. That's for sure. For sure. I think it's going to be a huge hit. Um, so yes, as you mentioned, over Texas screen break, March 11th through 18th, over Georgia screen break, April 1st through 8th, and Fiesta, Texas, March 11th through 18th. Who we'll see how this goes. I mean, what do you think, John? Would you go if you were um, near one? I would. However, where I'm located in the Midwest, unfortunately, mm. we'll get to our parks opening days um, and our quick hits uh, at the very end of the episode. But what I did get to was Universal. Um, just got back actually uh, yesterday. How was it? They are still doing Mardi Gras, which I think is an a fantastic event and they're doing i think the first time they've been doing that food food and dining card for mardi gras where you get the bonus cash uh have you heard about the float ride and dine oh well (laughs) before you move off that that uh gift card the reason i bring that up is because that's the first time i've remember where you can get a discount and it's you can use it for adult beverages and that's oh. kind of unusual. So if you buy one of those cards and you get that bonus cash, you can use their bonus cash to uh, purchase an adult beverage. So that's Sorry, unusual. I'm, in my... I'm confused. I didn't read this. You're saying there's a gift card that you purchase or it's a tasting pass? Oh, that's, I'm so glad you asked. It's a <laughs> physical gift card. And then they apply, depending on how much you, uh, how big of a purchase you make, then they add on additional additional money to that gift card. So for example, for me, I did the $150 one, but I only had to pay. Oh man, now you're, you're, you're quizzing me live on the podcast. I think it was roughly 125 or $130 Hmm. um, because I'm a pass holder. Uh, And then you can use that also in city walk at the restaurants. So we did did the Mexican restaurant even used it. So uh, it's not often you get uh, discounts like that at universal. Yeah, for sure. But 
I really want to talk about the float ride and dine experience. This is okay. new for 2023. I, I almost did this and I didn't the last <laughs> minute because I was by myself and I thought it'd be weird like, to that's do weird. this by myself. <laughs> is that weird? Okay. We know floats. When you think about Mardi Gras, you think about throwing throwing beads off the float. Mm -hmm. So this year they're combining it so you can actually go to a restaurant and you have a secured place to go to the float. So before it was like you could sign up to be on a float if you're a pass holder, those type of things, but you never were guaranteed a, a seat on one of the floats. They've got more floats this year and you can do a, a, that, that package. And I think it was a cool idea. It definitely I kind of seems cool. for not doing it. It's a three course meal from selected participating restaurants at Universal Orlando Resort and City Walk. And for those, if if it's not clear, he's talking about not just getting a reserved spot to see the parade, a spot on a parade float. Oh, you yeah. can be in the parade tossing beads to the crowd. I, I guess I could have undersold that spot. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't, and it's not like it's not like bad restaurants either. I mean, Finnegan's yeah. was on there. Fish. Um, yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of the restaurants that are hard to get reservations for, or you need mm -hmm. to consider getting reservations for early. So I mean, it's it was a, I think it was a cool experience. I, I like I said, I'm kicking myself for not doing it. And uh, Mardi Gras goes until April 16th in Orlando, Universal yes. Orlando. Orlando is loving the Mardi Gras. I feel like it's lasted longer than I mean, normal. While we're in Florida, let's talk a little bit about the Flower and Garden Festival. That runs actually from March 1st to July 5th. So this is a big festival. This is spring into summer. Um, obviously, Flower and Garden every year, all about the topiaries. It's a little, if you're familiar with food and wine in the fall, um, this is kind of more, I would just say like healthier themed is really, it's like garden, fresh salads uh and this you know they they don't really um change it too much from year to year because it's already perfect so <laughs> just keep it just keep it the way it is it, it's like why ruin a good thing but this year they've added uh they're promoting the garden graze they often do something like this like a food and wine there was this thing where you if you had like five cheese items which i did john I did have five cheese items. I don't uh, see a problem then, with that. Then you get a, then you, I got like a free, you, you got a free gift and you didn't know what it was. And it was like a free Remy the rat, like a uh, plastic wine glass that says food and wine fest. I mean, it was free just for eating five cheese things. So this year for the garden graze, they're doing, if you do five garden items, which are healthier than cheese. <laughs> You get some sort of gift. So I think that that's nice, you know, throw something in there. They always do. But it's it's that that festival is a lot about teaching your kids about healthy and gardening. And yeah, it's springtime and flowers and always good. Yeah, um, Ep and don't forget, Ep Epcot's got Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, obviously. I know. Just reminding everybody. Y'all know that already. Y'all, it's there. <laughs> so. Go. And while you're in Florida, uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa, has got a little food and wine festival going on March 10th through May 21st. And Serengeti Flyer is open. Have you seen vi videos of this, John? I have. It's, it's one of the taller uh, swings. And I, I love those rides. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I can't wait to get on it. Unfortunately, I didn't make it over there. 
um, but for this trip, but I, I, I can't wait to try one that of those. Thing when we were there uh, last year in November for IAP Expo, yep. just where like we, where we the construction it. of it, and yeah. now I've seen some footage of it, some ride video of it. Oh my gosh, that looks amazing! That looks so fun and just massive. Uh, while we're talking about Bush Gardens, let's go up to Williamsburg. Uh, oh yeah. And Dark Coaster is launching here in the spring. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't seen any firm dates other than spring, but I know spring. because there's been Ace, Ace has got tours of the inside. They've no. they've done hard hat tours, so they're really far along. So yes. um, I have got my finger crossed for that. Just one finger. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe maybe more than one. And probably be both hands too. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing some sort of um, St. Patrick's Day event, I think, up at Williamsburg too. I mean, you know, they're always all about all their food and wine things. So March 3rd through the 26th over in Williamsburg. And as John mentioned, ACE events, obviously, we, you know, we always talk about ACE events every single month, um, but there are some great ACE events, but we're just talking about theme parks and what they're offering in the spring for this episode, for sure. Let's pick back up at Universal. As, um, is there, they're doing any events over at Universal in the Hollywood side? No, actually, there isn't a Mardi Gras there. I wish that there was, but it's probably just as well. The park has been really crowded this past month, obviously, with the opening of Super Nintendo World. And in fact, I had a friend who had someone from out of town in last weekend who went to go buy tickets and they literally had a sign on it that said sold out. I have never seen that before. Universal Hollywood sold out i'm sure it's happened maybe some people are rolling their eyes at me but i just was shocked to hear he texted me he was like have you ever heard of this happening before i was like i don't remember you couldn't even buy a ticket to go no, so it's probably at capacity. at capacity universal hollywood so they don't they don't need to have a festival this year <laughs> <laughs> clearly they've got mario uh, holding up their their side of the Yes, but thankfully, we, of course, have a lot of things going here in Southern California. So let's go through those. I'll start with the Boysenberry Festival at Knott's Berry Farm. Yes, Knott's fans, Accelerator and Montezuma is closed right now. But the Boysenberry Festival is back as it is every year. Uh, it's just the sweetest time of year at Knott's. Basically, it's just, if you have if you have no idea what I'm talking about, it's uh, uh, they just add a ton of boysenberry-themed food to the menu. I got to go to the media preview last week and try a bunch of it. There's boysenberry beer. I mean, I'm, they normally always have a lot of boysenberry-themed things, and now, like, they add to it times like 10 and it's just epic and they had booths all over the place of course so that's really fun um there'll be some added entertainment and things like that and that opens up this week and runs through april 16th so check that out while we're talking about um southern california let's go to disney's california adventure food and wine festival is happening march 3rd through april 25th Obviously, as usual, food, wine, merch, entertainment. I'm really excited about Fat Cat Swinger coming back. All you dancers, you know what I'm talking about. Um, But what a lot of people don't know about with Disney's California Adventure, John, um, is that there are some really fun like 
bookable experiences, like things that you can buy extra. Um, I mean, you don't have to, you can get just your tasting pass and go around and, you know, and just do the booths. But if you want to do something a little bit out of the ordinary, booking one of these like 45 minute experiences that they have, there's like a wine one, a beer one, a mixology one, tasting seminars with chefs and like they have like really good chefs and mix like famous mixologists come and and teach classes and you can book those on the app and on the website and um this year there's a trader sam's themed one so if i know we get a lot of tiki lovers that are listening and if you love tiki you love trader sam's uh that's definitely exciting and uh what about uh california's great america i bet you there's a lot of people that that's on their park list for this yep. year my norcal friends don't you worry there is something new for you this year so normally at knots in the winter time they do peanut celebration and now they are bringing that to california's great america and that's going to be there all of april april 1st through april 30th um brand new at california's great america for the spring i have to tell you all that uh the band Jelly of the Month Club, <laughs> hear me out. They were the big hit at Knott's Berry Farm for Peanut Celebration this year. There's a new show called Snoopy's Legendary Rooftop Concert. And it's like Snoopy through the ages being a rock star. And Jelly of the Month Club is the band that performs with them. They're a real band. You can find them on Instagram and whatever. They are phenomenal. The show is so fun. There's a dancing Woodstock that steals the show. There's like a Woodstock puppet. It's so good. I, I cannot recommend that show more. I have never heard of Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> I hadn't either before the Knott's Peanut Celebration, and now they're up at California's Great America, and uh, I hope they stick around because they're such a fun. And of course, the food. <laughs> Here I am talking about the entertainment, and really what Peanut Celebration is all about, besides seeing the Peanuts characters, of course, is the food, John. Food. I I, I am still amazed that Jelly of the Month Club has Instagram, its own Instagram and Facebook account. I'm yeah, sorry, they're I, had, a band. I had to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the food. Back to, back the, food. to the food. Back to the food. Yeah. Um, they... I can definitely say I could see myself getting behind a bacon wrapped hot dog. Oh, right. Yeah. They're doing like four specialty hot dogs. And there's the one that's like bacon wrapped. Let me read it. Here it is the Andy dog. Bacon wrapped, caramelized onions, jalapenos, cojita cheese, and chipotle aioli on a warm brioche bun. That's something that's something you'd want to have. I I am not a huge hot dog fan, but you kind of had me at bacon wrapped. Yeah. And it looks like they're adding the pulled pork mac and cheese, fried pickle chips. There's like tutti frutti funnel cakes, PBJ funnel cakes. So like shout out to Great America, who we know is closing in the next decade and they're still bringing festivals to yeah, their they're people not, they're not go they're going down swinging yeah i guess so at least with the festivals for sure and i love that for norcal so go enjoy it while you can make those memories now everybody okay my calendar is getting full already so what's <laughs> next well how about um wait we missed uh SeaWorld. let's let's hop down to SeaWorld san diego they're doing the seven seas food festival march 3rd through april 30th SeaWorld San Antonio is doing it through May 21st and SeaWorld Orlando through May 7th. Seven Seas Food Festival. Yeah, like a food and wine festival. I think that's great. So have you ever been to Seven Seas Food Festival uh, anywhere? So I just saw it on Sunday. Um, oh. It looked pretty good uh, at Orlando. Mm -hmm. uh, they were, they had lines 
everywhere for the food stuff. And you know me, uh, I wasn't going to wait in a line when I had an opportunity to stay on Mako. <laughs> How many times did you ride Mako this time? <laughs> uh, I think 14 or 15. Oh, uh, you beat you last time. I wow. did. I did because we had, uh, I had a couple of different things. Um, all but uh, all but two in the back row, of course. All right. That's there where I go. like to roll. And uh, the only other two were in the front row. So there's that. <laughs> let's go up to, let's talk about, uh, oh, another new um, festival, another new spring event. Uh, Dutch Wonderland. You didn't think that's you didn't think I was going there, did you? Dutch I, no. Wonderland. Well, uh, they sent out a big press release that they're doing an excellent, excellent, get it, Easter celebration. So Dutch Wonderland, known as the Kingdom for Kids, they opened in 1963. So it's their 60th birthday this year. And they're starting this Easter celebration, uh, April 1st opening day of the park uh, and yeah they're gonna have definitely characters sounds it would be excellent for the children excellent to bring your kids to the dutch wonderland this year uh, especially it, because they have a new attraction included dead puns oh my gosh so so many dad jokes to be made uh but yeah did you hear about their they added a new attraction the topsy-turvy tea party i I, I can get behind a good tea. I, lo I, I love to spin those teacups. You do? Not me. Yes. I like to no. make my kids like almost like want to, you know, just not be able to walk straight afterwards. You're that dad. I am cool. that dad. Cool. Am, good to know. <laughs> yeah. You do not get in teacups with me. All right. I've been, <laughs> I've been talking a lot. You tell me what, what you know about uh, some events happening this year. So unfortunately, they're not events more by where I am, but I would like to call out um, Silver City. Uh, they all always do their spring break. Um, this year, that's from March 11th to the 26th. And then following by their street fest, uh, they've got quite a few festivals at Silver City. Um, those are going to be pretty much the same as last year. But staying uh, just in that same kind of area, Worlds of Fun is opening April. Wait, 8th. can I ask about Silver Dollar City? Will they have any rides open? Do you know? Yes, they will. Oh, they will. Okay, great. Yes, they will have the rides open. Great question. Uh, Worlds of Fun. Oh, just going back to Solar City. Um, there are some rides that are temperamental based on the weather. Right. Of so course. just just a warning, uh, as as uh, like a lot of these parks. Um, although we get out some dates and say coasters are going to open, please double check uh, before you go. And don't. your mileage may vary. I like to say. Uh, I know. Uh, there's nothing worse than having a coaster close on you because of the temperature. I know. But, but uh, going back to Worlds of Fun, um, April eighth um, is when that opening with. And uh, they're going to have that new coaster, uh, Zam is Busy Singer. Um, Zam Busy Singer. About, we've talked about that on the podcast before, so no surprises there. But I do want to call out. I know we said uh, not we weren't talking about Ace events, but they are having an Ace event where you're going to get to do behind the scenes. And if you're an Ace member and a pass holder, you can't go wrong for thirty bucks behind the scenes tour. Fingers crossed, you get to be first rides on um, uh, on it. So that's ooh, thirty that's, bucks. Yeah, yeah that's so that's May uh, May twenty awesome. seventh. May twenty seventh. Uh, uh, and then uh, while we're staying in the Midwest, Indiana Beach has been pretty silent um, on the opening of their Schwarzkopf Triple Loop. Uh, so no official word um, on, from the park if that's going to open. Uh, they have had train sightings. The train. Ooh. 
Uh, they have had a lead car um, uh, on the track. Uh, so that is in, heading in the right direction, um, but they are opening May 6th. And Cedar Point. Cedar um, Point! Cedar Point. We've already been talking about the Wild Mouse. Uh, that is on target to open with the park uh, May 6th. May 6th. So I know those 6th. were kind of uh, rapid fire, but uh, not so much events in the Midwest, unfortunately. Yeah, but some exciting coasters opening for when the park's open. So you can all look forward to that, Midwesterners. Uh, and my fingers are crossed for you that you get that good weather so that you get to ride those coasters as soon as possible. Well, John, I think that we should tell everybody to open up their calendars <laughs> and get ready. And we're going to do, what did you call it earlier? Quick hits. Uh, quick hits. We're going to hit the park name and their opening dates in let's rapid switch, fire. Let's switch back and forth. I go, you go, I go, you go. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's start. Why don't you start with Canada's Wonderland? Canada's Wonderland opens May 5th. Uh, Canopy Park opens it's May Canopy 20th. Lake Park. Oh, Canopy geez. Lake Park. Oh, sorry. I'm already <laughs> off to a wonderful start. Those are my people. Canopy Lake Park. Sorry. <laughs> May 20th. Dino's Wonder Wheel opens April 2nd. And I really hope we get him as an interview soon. That ball is in my court. Don't forget Dollywood. It opens March 11th. And we've already talked about it before. Big Bear Mountain opening spring of 2023. That's this year. If you can't tell, we're going in somewhat alphabetical order. Dorney Park, May 12th. Dutch Wonderland, April 1st. Funtown Splashtown, USA, May 27th. Hershey, April 1st. And don't forget, Wildcat's coming. They're making tons of progress on that RMC. Pennywood, April 22nd. Knobles, April 29th. Kings Island, April 15th. And Racer and the Beast track updates. Don't forget, we talked about that on that No Coaster Con update. Lake Compound, April 29th. Luna Park in New York opens March 31st. Valley Fair, May 14th. Okay, and now if you didn't notice, we went past all of the Six Flags dates. So ready, here comes our Six Flags rundown. Here we go, in somewhat alphabetical order here. Six Flags America, April 1st. That is a sleeper park. If you've not been to it, you need to go. Six Flags Darien Lake, May 20th. Great Adventure, April 1st. Great America, no spring events, but they will open April 22nd. Again, I'm going to reiterate, Chicago, check the weather. Uh, Six Flags Great Escape, May 20th. New England, Woo-hoo. your uh, home stomping grounds, April 7th. St. Louis, April 1st. Uh, they're doing, wow, that's, yeah, early. They're doing um, some sort of spring break event too, I think, right? And of course, they are Weezer. doing a, a small race event. Uh, and I've got to eat crow on this one. I think what, on so, Rookie so, Racer? Uh, yeah, somewhere, somewhere on one of these podcasts, I was guessing oh. that it was going to be a, a Skyline Attractions. No. Nope. And I got to eat crow because it is a, it's a Vacoma, a Vacoma family coaster. So that's that's uh, actually. Listen, we understand why you may have gotten it wrong. I mean, it's... well, hey, let's just say nothing's official until the park releases it. And don't forget Frontier City, another one of those sleeper parks for Six Flags, opening for spring break in March 11th. Very exciting. So none of those uh, Six Flags ones that we just mentioned are doing the scream break, but I have to imagine that if it goes well, maybe next year they'll start rolling it out everywhere the same way that they do with Fright Fest. But we will see. 
we will see. I mean, if you can't, if it's cold and you can't ride coasters, but I mean, that happens sometimes in the fall and people still show up to Fright Fests, right? So I don't know. Oh, for sure. Do all of the parks have Fright Fest? No, not all of the Six Flags do Fright Fest. Oh, okay. All the bigger, bigger Six Flags parks do do Fright Fest. Interesting. So that is a pretty good rundown of what you all have to look forward to this spring and coming up very soon in the next month or so. For those of you in the colder climates, what did we miss? Did we miss something near where your park is? Let us know. What are you the most excited for? And hey, John, if you could add a spring event to any park, what would the event be and where would it be? Ooh, ooh, a spring event. Um, I'm going to call it a spring marathon and it's an event where you go on a coaster as many times to get a marathon and what what park would you want uh i am going to do ooh, 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 uh, i'm doing sea world orlando on mako okay for 26.2 miles i wonder how yes. many rides that would be i have no idea since you, you put me on the a, spot do you get <laughs> no. a bib and a medal i am a runner so i want to know <laughs> there's a medal involved <laughs> uh, uh, well it could, you... it, it could have been uh you know we could I, could I could also get behind maybe um guardians of the galaxy for a marathon i mean that'd, that'd be good be fun because then maybe you'd get to have all of the songs instead of disco inferno which i just keep getting oh <laughs> uh, it's a just, solid song though it's a great song i just i really want to hear conga i really uh do you so want to know guess, what mine would be? I do. Obviously, Universal Hollywood, I would want them to do a Mardi Gras with floats and beads and all of that. I mean, why not? I, I think they could pull it off. They've already proven that they can do that at Universal. Obviously. So, you know, but we're, the, the floats, they'd have to house them somewhere and they've got an actual working movie studio there. So I don't know if they could do it. But Technicalities. I like, These are dreams. These but are there's dreams. not actually a lot in LA for Mardi Gras. Like that's not a huge thing to celebrate out here. Just kind of like St. Patrick's Day isn't like, there's not a ton of St. Patrick's Day events. So I'd love to see something more like that. New England, like everything is St. Patrick's Day. So I don't know. I would love to see a little bit more out there. So I'm not going, what am I doing for St. Patrick's Day? Staying home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, do you have some ideas for us? How can they get a hold of us? They can get a hold of us, of course, by reaching out to us via email, podcast at aceonline.org. Visit ridewithace.com to learn more about the American Coaster Enthusiasts. And of course, we are on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, all the socials, Discord. Find us everywhere you are. And if you weren't inspired by this list of events you can go to, then uh, you need to uh, do a little digging on the internet and pick one. And there's got to be some that we missed. Yep, let us know. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit ridewithace.com for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.